Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Yo! I am your host, Jip Jack, on the attack. And I'm Mr. Sykes, your producer in residence. And tonight we're talking about transness in the music industry and what it means to be um, a trans artist in, I guess, modern times, for lack of a better word. I hate to say it because it sounds like archaic and dated. Right. Um, but we have artists tonight who are trans musicians. Um, producers, singers, rappers, and um, performers that we're going to talk to tonight and get some of their, like, thoughts, feelings, and opinions about, like, what, what, it, what it means to be trans, but also how that relates to their music and trying to pursue careers in the music industry. I say. Um, so, yeah, let's just introduce our guests. Um, so, tonight we have um, producer and rapper... Literal, who is from New York by way of Houston. Um, if we have links to everyone's music in the description. Um, make sure you check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We're going to be coming to YouTube soon. Also tonight we have um, producer and singer and rapper Ashley Breeze, who's also from New York. And we have um, Jay Lima, who's an awesome rapper, who is from... Where are you from, Jay? I'm from Raleigh. Raleigh. I always forget that. I don't know why. It's so obscure. It's so unique. No, Yeah. All right. So, firstly, how are y'all doing? Uh, I'm just kidding. You know, just you know, making music and kicking it. You already know how it goes. Nice, nice. Ashley, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm, I'm really excited to have this conversation. Um, and I just want to um, say, Patrick, um, <laughs> you introduced me as a rapper. Um, I'm a trans um, artist. I'm not a rapper. I'm a singer, songwriter, producer. I don't want to, I never would want to take that title as a rapper <laughs> because it erases other trans rappers that are phenomenal, like Clay Dash. Rama Gabor, Miss um, Boogie. There's so many black trans rappers that are really rapping, and I don't want to be like a Lizzo, right. <laughs> where like people are like erasing the actual rappers with singers. I'm a pop mm. singer, you know, so I just want to insert that. <laughs> and I'm doing Thank great. You. Thank you for that. We do love to be like real specific in our language because it's important, you know, especially with a topic like this. So that's very important. Yeah. Uh, I'm good. I, I think you said my name. It cut it cut out a little bit, but I'm good. I'm chilling, you know, you know, chilling in the cut. Just got done with my blunt, you know. It's a bar right there. Uh, Bars. Yeah. <laughs> bar. But yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Wow. Okay. So let's get started. We might as well just jump into the interview first, man. Um. Okay. Um, 
Okay, so I guess we can start with. Uh, um, I guess we can start with Ashley. Ashley, tell us a little bit okay. about. Tell us a little bit about your start and like what made you want to be a musician. In the first. Oh place. boy. Uh, I'm a 90s girl, so, like, I grew up at a time where, like, dance, pop, you know, like, I was, music has always been, like, a gate, a, a getaway, like, a gateway, like, it was just a way to, like, escape, you know, loneliness and depression and sadness, so I always related to just, like, music, you know, the art of music, and, um, you know, I remember for Christmas I had got the little... Home Alone toy that you could record audio, the little walkie-talkie, and I would just, like, sing, like, little, make little demos and mimic Madonna and Janet Jackson, and, you know, hoping one day I could be as fat as them, and slowly but surely I'm getting there. Um, it's, it's a long journey. A lot of people told me, and they still tell me that it's not going to happen, um, but, you know, times are changing, especially um, for women of trans experience, we have a lot of, um, we're, we're, at, we're at a tipping point. So hopefully um, more black and brown trans people can be um, <laughs> heard as well. I say, um, as you just brought up, you know, there's a, a, a talk about, you know, people not making it. I feel like a lot of times that's like, of course, people just don't want to believe in it. Do you feel as though, for the most part, you get that conversation Um, what was the question again? Do I feel like what? Do you feel like you get that conversation about you not making it because you're a woman of trans experience? Because I hear I hear that conversation all the time. Like people tell cis people that, but do you feel like it's a it's a bigger thing? Like they really feel like you're not going to make it because you're a woman of trans experience. Oh, God. I think, oh, God, coming from someone who was really popular on a platform that is no longer popping. <laughs> so I was a MySpace girl. I was really, really extremely like that girl on MySpace. Like, there was Jesse Starr, Tequila Tequila, and mm-hmm. those that remember, Ashley Reeves. <laughs> so, you know, back then it was, you know, people, it was easier back then to, like, spread the music, because, you know, people would put their songs on your profile, and um, a lot of people fucked with me, but when I started becoming a little bit too trans, it started, I noticed the support was, like, kind of, like, like, they, they want the glam, they want the bops, but they don't want to hear the struggle. Mm. So, I noticed that, you know, I share a song, it gets liked, but I share a trans dev. And people pay it does, especially cis people. Um, so I just think there's a lot of anti-transness um, within the community and anti-blackness as well. So when you're black and trans, <laughs> you got to do it at all, you know? So a I'll lot say. of people that don't want to support are people who look like me, uh, mm-hmm. my own people who feel like, you know, we don't see the value in each other. So we rather listen to the cis hetero people when there's amazing black queer people that are artists and we ignore them and they, they, they start off, they start wanting to be artists and then they become porn stars, you know? So it's like, we have to really keep, we have all the power that we need. Our money, our queer dollar is worth so much and we have to keep it within our community and support queer artists. Ashe, Ashe, oh, that's that's amazingly said. Um, that you, when you started, um, I don't want to misquote you, but just to paraphrase, um, when you said that you started like becoming more trans in their eyes, if you will, um, on your page and in your expression, in what ways was it just you like coming out as trans? Was it putting you trans it, it in the music? It was more like I was the type that was just I would upload I would upload you know along with a cute song and people were here for it. When I started talking about anything trans related, I noticed that 
people that were following, which were mostly, I, I had a cis, I, I really, I had, you know, I had at the start, a lot of cis people were fucking with me. And then I slowly realized that people were stopped. Like, it became, I became, it was like too much in their face. You know, everything became like, oh, why are you always talking about trans death? Put out another song, you know? So that's why I realized like, you know, this, I had a passion for just, speaking about my life and not just creating music, but also like the story behind it, you know, telling my story. Um, and um, that's why I created the Tea Time Network, which is um, a platform that shares trans, um, trans of color, trans people of color stories um, through shows and um, conversations like this. So um, yeah, some people, they love, the good side of being trans, but when they they, they don't they don't want to hear the stories because they feel like the struggle is too depressing. But that's the reality, <laughs> you know. It's not all fab, you know. There's a dark side of transitioning, and and the beautiful part is that um, the light in the tunnel is making it through that that the dark times, you know. Mm. Amazing, Lucena. Thank you for your work. Um, to give visibility to the struggle and the triumphs um, to our people, because like you said, like very much in our community, and I, I assumed you meant when you said our community, you meant the Black community, um, but I will ask you to clarify that in a second, but especially within our community, we need to hear more about the struggles of people within our community that we might not, quote unquote, be able to relate to so freely, you know what I'm saying, so that we can come together, like, you know, and, and remember that blackness is not that, like, transness, et cetera, fits into blackness seamlessly. And from an ancient perspective, like, something is new, you know, like, this is something that we have always done. Um, so I think that that's beautiful that you have dedicated yourself to making sure that these stories are heard because there's not many platforms, you know. And we're trying to give as many platforms, as many voices here um, at the Anukai Tree as possible as well. Um, would you say that um, any hardships in breakthrough and getting gaining upward mobility in the industry has to do with the community itself in terms of like consumers, or would you say like industry professionals do more to quote your progress? What was that again? I'm sorry, it faded out a bit. You said um, Would you say that it's the consumers' thoughts about business and you know, them preferring you not speak about the struggles uh, is more a part of the thing that slows down your upward mobility, or would it be contributed to industry professionals? Hmm. Well, I mean, right now we're at an age where we're at a time now where you really don't, like, the industry is, like, literally at the tip of your fingers, you know? You upload something to social media, you can go viral in a heartbeat. So it's all about, like, being confident in your own craft, and there's been times where I wanted the validation of numbers, you know? <laughs> like, when you put something out and, like, you only get a few likes, you uh, plays, you kind of think that it's not good when in actuality, you know, algorithm is real right now. So mm -hmm. you could be the most popping thing out there, but the fact that you're not constantly uploading stuff to certain platforms, the algorithm uh, can affect the reach that you have towards people that follow you. And that's like a whole nother conversation, but uh, there's a lot of people who are talented that are underground, and they may always be underground, but that doesn't mean that their shit is not hot. And, um, yeah, shout out to all the people that are independent, underground, and don't want to go through labels because ain't nobody trying to share that coin, you know? <laughs> like, you barely get a lot, and then you have to split it. So I think being indie is um, the way I want to continue going. But, um there are trans people who are um, signed and, and they're doing, you know, with that push, they're being able to enter places that um, a lot of independent artists cannot enter. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, 
my advice would be just to continue to put the music out and um, don't worry about the numbers um, because you never know what song may really um, be that song that breaks through. Work, exactly. Perfect segue. I would love to play your song, Nana, leave us called. Oh, wait. Um, right, this song is... Okay, okay. you can play Nana from 2015. It's on Apple Music, um, Ashley Breeze. You can search all my stuff, and um, thank you. Yes, and guests, if you want to call in, the number is 914-205-5458. That's 914-205-5458. Five four five eight. Here is Banana by Ashley Breeze. club to that shit. Right. That's a, that's a hit. Like, and and it's it's crazy, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I wanted to to get my first impression. And I'm like, damn, like, there's no reason I haven't heard that shit already. Like, there's no reason I haven't heard that in the club since its inception. Like, it's like that jump. Right, erasure is real. But um, thanks for shows like this and um, you know, community support. We could elevate each other. We're so talented. We're so, you know, a lot of the cis hetero people are looking at us. They're stealing from us, you know. <laughs> and um, we, there's 
we have all the talent in the community that we have to continue to like, you know, uplift each other. Thank you so much for coming through. Thank you so much for giving them your music and of your talent. Question: You wrote, produced everything on that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I write and produce. Um, I've worked with um other LGBT artists. Um, shout out to Brian, um, yes, Nikki Exotica. Uh, I did songs with I did songs with a few people that did not come out, <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. yeah, like not. Of course, I would love to like write for like you know, female artists like Tanache and Britney and all those people. But, like, I feel like right now, like, I enjoy collaborating with community um, because, like I said, there's so much talent that we have that does not get to see the light of day. You know, people, <laughs> you know, we are we, a lot of times we just, if it's not, I think that there's so much competitiveness in the community that we don't want to hear that someone is an artist. You know, we kind of feel like, well, if I'm not doing it, then I'm not going to, you know, it's like the whole competitiveness from like ballroom, a lot of things play into why people don't support each other. And we have to like dismantle all that and um, see the value in each other. I say, well, thank you so much. Everything you said is a word. Um, We're going to take this time to move on to Danny right quick to literal. Literal, what's good? What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? (laughs) Yo, Ashley, that's when it was a knocker. That's that's number A. Number B Thank you. um um I appreciate the work that you do for the community for sure. That that's some good shit. Can you curse? Yeah. Can we curse? Yes, we can curse. All right. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't hold my what's going on. But yo, Back. literal give us a little background on you, like what started doing this music game. Shit. Uh, I mean, my mom tells a story often that, like, I was about two years old and we was walking down the street in the Bronx. And, you know, I don't know if people like, listening to this, but, like, there was, like, music blasting from the store because, you know, you got sidewalks in, in stores and fronts and everything like that in New York City. And apparently, like, she kept walking and I just stopped and was dancing to the music because she didn't even realize that I wasn't by her. Um, until, like, she was a couple of steps away. So I would say that I was, like, music kind of chose me. And uh, I ran from it for, uh, I, I, I tried to run, but it was like, nah, you owe money, so you got to come back. <laughs> what made you, what made you <laughs> run? Man, because, like, like um, Ashley was saying, it's like, it's a lot of competitiveness, you know, and I take my music seriously. Like, this for me isn't about, this isn't about play. Like, I use music for healing. Um, like, when I'm depressed or upset or anything like that, I need to get in the zone. I go to music first. So, and and from inception, music has been about healing. So, that's what I want to contribute. But it's hard when, you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of different alternative music out there that people choose to, to listen to. And then on top of that, add to the fact that, you know, I'm I'm part of the LGBTQIPA and no, it's not pedophilia. We don't represent that shit community. Um, so it's, it's kind of like I, I wanted to like stay in my bubble, but at the same time, it's like you can't really deny your calling, you know? I swear Speaking of staying in your bubble, do you think it's important for these stories? Because like Ashley said, she she uh, makes sure that she gives people the opportunity to tell these stories. And there are times where, you know, her allowing people to tell these stories alienates people. But do you think that it's important for these stories to be within the art, as in like kind of making it extremely known and available in your songs that... Available and noticed in the songs that what? Like making it really like super available and understandable that you're coming from a trans perspective. Like if somebody heard your song, not seeing you or not having like, you know, heard you speak or heard any of your stories, do you think it's important that that aspect of who you are be extremely 
visible or understandable in your actual work. Yeah, absolutely. Especially like for me, I'm still trying to figure out. My, I, I just like recently discovered that I'm I'm on the trans spectrum, and I'm still trying to figure out what my transness looks like. So that's like a, a a story in itself, and I can I can use my music to to tell that story. Um, and and I think it's important to be in the music and outside of the music. You know, a lot of times people like to put people in boxes, like she was saying. And, and um, when you when you when you when you're verbal about something, they want to tell you, oh, write about it. You know, write a song about it or something. They don't want to hear you preach, but. You know, sometimes you got to be in people's face about it instead of just being, like, hidden somewhere where they can, like, escape or, or use something else as a distraction. So I think it's important to be extremely visible with um, the journey that is trans because it is a fucking journey. It's not it's not a, 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 a walk-in-the-park experience. <laughs> right. So. Right. You know? but let me real quick. I want to. I'm sorry. I know you said don't cut off, but like I think people they're starting to see all the success stories. They see Pose. They see. Yeah. They see all the good that they're getting it messed up. They think that it's all just a walk in the park that you transition right. and all these things, all these good things happen. But sometimes bad things happen, and we have to be mm. real about that. Indeed. Like That's I, why like a lot I was, of people take their transition very seriously because we're fighting to be who we say we are. Right. Right. I would say definitely it's not a walk in the park. It's definitely a catwalk. Like the shit looks cute, but you don't see the work that goes into making this walk fierce, honey. The, the pulling up, <laughs> the squeezing of the legs, <laughs> the you know what I'm saying? Like they don't see all the work it, that goes into making something as simple as this walk look like something that you know, feel. Facts, because you're you're dealing with something that's like, oh sorry. No, I'm I'm good. You can continue. Oh, because you're dealing with something that's not like like outwardly broadcasted. Like I am thankful for shows like Pose and things of that nature, and 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 different shows bringing trans to to the forefront. However, you don't really. Um, like you gotta deal with so much mentally, not just physically, you know? And 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 um the world telling you something that you're not. Like you introduce to them, Yeah, my name Danny, I go by he him, the first thing they look for is a signifying thing that they can go against that because of you know, what they've they've been trained to do. So it's kinda it's like it's like a mind fuck constantly to be in this realm and trying to figure out what it looks like for you because everybody's Everybody's process isn't the same process. So, um, yeah. How do you feel as a man of trans experience the hip-hop community is receiving you? Um, To be honest, I really recently came out as trans. Like, I did a documentary last year. Well, no, it came out this year. Sorry, I did this documentary this year. Um, with Wiz Khalifa, where I was, like, top three finalists for him to um, listen to my beats and possibly pick it. And, like, it was around that era that I, like, accepted it about myself. So, like, I've recently been more vocal about it. However, I'm releasing new music pretty soon with a lot more exposure to that. So we'll see how they respond to me. uh, They responded so far so good. Um, from what I have been doing and what I've put out in the past without them necessarily knowing anything much about me. But um, we'll see how they receive it in about three months when my, when my shit come out. All right, now. Three months. I'm holding you to that. You know, this is my, my twin. I, I know him extremely personally. So I'm going to make sure that y'all get this music in three months. Yeah, that's <laughs> now it's coming. And it's, not in a It's coming yeah. and it's going to... Nah, it's coming. It's gonna slap niggas in their face. But I do right. have a project out already. You know what I'm saying? It's called Protective Balance, where I do like talk about the mental shit. It's not necessarily just involving chances, but it, it's it's the mental like getting your shit together, like the process of getting your shit together and getting your mind right. Um, and I'm I'm honestly really just becoming comfortable in my skin, just comfortable enough to be like, yeah, my name Danny. I go by he, him, I am a man, 
and however you feel about that is however you feel about that. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's extremely important that um, us as trans men, because we do get a lot more visibility and a lot more um, leeway, I've noticed ever since I started identifying as man, like uh, as as a man, I've noticed the little the little nuances um, between the privilege and and all of these things. So. Um, it's it's important for us to that's a little I don't want to say we're more accepted because it's not but it, it's more it's very important for us to stick together as a community and make sure that you know we take our time to 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 let everybody know about what's going on in the trans community and with our trans women and our trans black women specifically because uh, we're dying at alarming rates and you know it's our responsibility to to cut transphobia off when we see it and all of that. So I feel like I'm rambling now, but <laughs> um, like we, have, we have a responsibility. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's like, and I see it with a lot of trans people that I follow online, like a lot of trans men that I follow, they stick up for, for our sisters, but we gotta, we gotta take that responsibility on a bit more um, on our shoulders as well. Cause it's it's us. It's not it's not us versus them, and it's not oh my my homies accept me, so I'm good. You know what I mean? Or or I, I'm I'm passing, so I can just neglect the trans community. Like that happens a lot. Like it's our responsibility to make sure you know, we stick together, just like we just like we stuck together um, back then with Marsha P. Johnson, and you know what I'm saying? Like we can't forget that. So yeah. Okay. Well, with that said, you want to talk about this joint that you um, put out last for a few, what, how long has um, Protect Your Balance been out? It's been out for a while. It's, but it's January it, 2018. Nice. <laughs> so, like, a year and change, almost three years. Um, we're going to play this joint yeah. five. Um, so, y'all check out Vibe by Literal.
A question never present often in my brain Everybody on a normal, I embrace my insane In a different light, but the truth is quite strange Blame, victimized, minds stay behind the bars of disguise Try to hide, bury fiction deep inside Wonder why we worship lies Oh, we need, we got inside Depleted from religion, pitted in our minds It's cool No focus on your inner center Focus on school, shoes, and jewels No focus on being you So you can focus on being too Steady putting you to use Focus on being you Hiding from your bed But you telling me your truth How you figure Never been the one for clapping lyrics Pull the trigger Elevate your magic You're more than just a nigga Hold up There's a lot to fucking <laughs> said. Like, there's a lot to said. <laughs> yeah. And that's very That was, very, very that was a vibe. I love it. I love right? And it's like a vibe. <laughs> so, <laughs> any guests that want to call in, the number is 914-205-5458. Again, 914-205-5458. That was literal. We just had. Thank you so much, Lit. L Y T E R A L. L Y T E R A L. You can also talk to us through our chat room if you are vocally shy <laughs> and feel a way about your voice being heard on air. Um, say hi to our artists and our guests. And yeah, let us. Ha- oh, we are also on Spotify. Check us out. This episode will be on Spotify by tomorrow and Apple Music. We will also begin to upload our stuff on YouTube very shortly. Um, thank you, literal. literal nah, thank you, thank you, you for. Say it one more time. No, I was just telling the guests if they want to say something, you got to be a little earlier than everybody else, so they better get home. Oh yeah, thanks. Thank you for having me. This is this was fun. Good <laughs> man. Okay, so we're gonna move on to Jay Naima. Jay. Hey, what's up? Previously known as Nervosa. Affectionately no, known as Nervosa. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we don't know who that one is. We don't know her. I can't. We don't know her. <laughs> Wait, can I not call you both before? You know I love calling you both. That bitch, that's for personal time. <laughs> Jay, what's going on? Jay, how you feeling? What you doing? What you on? Uh, you already know, busy on my neck, being a dumb bitch as usual, um, making music. You know, the same old, same old. Real. Okay, so give us a little bit about yourself. Like, how did you get started in this music? I guess like I started when I was I was trying to sing at first. I was like a little kid. And I used to be, like, butt naked in the bathroom dancing to Beyonce. And I, I just swore that was it. I swore that was the way I was going to go. But it didn't. It didn't happen like that. And then I, my voice, like, puberty happened. And then I couldn't hit those notes anymore. I was like, damn, I got to figure something else out. So I found out. I was watching my brother rap. And my brother was a rapper. And so he decided he didn't want to do it no more. But he taught me how to rap. And one day, they had, like, a cipher. And I'm just like, you know what, motherfucker? I'm going to write my damn verse, and it's going to be hot. And it was ass, as you, as you, as you would have thought. It was some ass. And then I learned my lesson. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get it right. Then I wrote my first song, and then the rest is history. Now we're at, we're at 32,000 plays on yes. shit, like Kitty Drop. Yes, Kitty Drive. Work. And that's that's inspiring. We don't hear a lot about the an artist that actually has some shit to say, let alone is good at saying it. You know what I'm saying? Um, we hear a lot about just like people being talented overall, which, you know, talent is what it is, but then the refinement has to come in at some point, right? 
Yeah, it's about them, what you're saying and the message in your song. That's what gets people to really fuck with you. Indeed, indeed. So what would you say inspired you um, the most besides Beyonce and then to make it to Beyonce? <laughs> what inspired you the most? Was like when, when, when you felt like you couldn't what made you keep going? Well, I mean, to keep it a buck, like... It didn't start, like, so, like, I'm a type of person where when you tell me no, I'm going to go and do it anyway. I'm always been the type of, you know, <laughs> you know that if somebody say, hey, Jay, like, I don't know if you can do that right there. I'm like, who the fuck said I can't do it? And I'll do it. <laughs> so that's how I feel. So um, a lot of times, especially, once again, being trans in the industry, they try to play me tried to get signed on different labels and shit like that. Met with so many different, big labels at that that wanted to sign me. Big labels, talking big money. But, of course, there's a price that comes with it. And, you know, I'm not the type of person, I'm not selling myself. Never will I ever. So that's that. But, I mean, you know, just to answer your question, like I feel like what really inspired me was just people just, Doubting me, I've always been the underdog. I live. So, are you still trying to go that major label route, or are you uh, joining the indie wave? Um, one day, maybe if they're talking the right amount of money, and I can still keep my masters after a mm. certain date, then yeah, we'll talk. But like, as far as like for right now, I know I'm gonna stay consistent. And do what I'm doing. It's working. So, yeah. If it's yeah. not, if it's not broke, don't need to fix it. Indeed, indeed. Um, what are some of the contributions as a young girl? You know what I'm saying. What are some of the contributions that you feel like you've seen your um, more mature trans sisters um, contribute to our like, world? I feel like bitches love to play pick and choose. I feel like motherfuckers is always picking and choosing and just being, you know, so, what's the word I'm looking for? So damn um, elitist. And I know, like, I'm not, like, what's the word, clocky, you know? You know, I'm not one of those girls. You know, not everybody has, quote, unquote, passing features, you know? Or like, you know, I'm just saying, you know, I don't want to come off that way. But there's girls that, you know, they see themselves in one area. And then they know that there is a certain demographic that have a harder time getting in the industry, which I'm not going to say any fucking names. But there's certain girls in the industry that play, I'm just going to help out the girls that, you know, look like me. And Mm. I'm just going to make that they have placements and stuff like that. They only help each other out, and they're not understanding. It's more than that. And it's supposed to be a sisterhood because guess what? No girl, I promise you, I don't care what type, I don't care how good you are. I don't care how poppy you are. I don't care how, like, you know, you, how good your music is or what connections you have. No trans girl is going to do it by herself. There's no, it's just, it's just not going to work. <laughs> I'm sorry. No girl is going to be that girl that everybody's just going to change their mind. Just like, oh, trans artists. No, oh, I guess trans really do got some rights. Like, no, they're not going to do that. We need to come out as like a freaking brigade of us where people are looking left and right like, damn, I didn't know they was talented like that. I didn't know there were so many of them. So it's like it needs to come out with more than one of us. It can't just be one bitch. Like, it's, this is not a Nicki Minaj thing. This is not a whole Nicki Minaj is going to hold it down for 10 years. No, they don't fuck with us. <laughs> they don't fuck with us. And the only way we get into these these places is if we help each other out. That's how I feel. So you're, you're, so you're mm-hmm. kind of like, you agree with Ashley in that, like, like, would you say, like, kind of, like, the, like going the industry route instead of going the community, kind of grassroots, independent route, like, what do you mean? Like, what do you because mean? really, like, when it comes to, like, with Nicki Minaj and their being one girl that's, you know, holding it down for 10 years and everything, that's like, that's like an industry thing that happens 
for for cis women a lot, you know, especially our black women. So it's like they're signed to these major record deals, you know what I'm saying, for X amount of money and things of that nature, but they don't, you know, always have control of their art and blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, like you said, there's like this kind of halt into letting other girls in to make it, to, to make sure that there's a community of girls popping. So the industry doesn't seem like they'll ever be on board with a community of girls popping. And like you said, especially a community of women of trans experience popping. So do you feel like the the industry in that way is dead in, in terms of in terms of us trying to get in and that the indie way is kind of like the only way? No, what I mean is, okay, you know how there was Queen Latifah and C Light. <laughs> Nobody was listening to female rappers before all the OGs came out. Mm-hmm. Like the OGs came out, and it was a whole plus. There was this girl, that girl, that girl, that girl. And they were coming in. It was like you couldn't ignore them. You couldn't. It wasn't just one motherfucker that was like rapping, and it was just that end all be all. The only way mm-hmm. that Lil Kim and Nicki Minaj had took over is because nobody else was giving what they gave. They gave sex appeal. They gave a new, uh, Nicki Minaj did pop music. It's something new and fresh. It's something that nothing, it hasn't been done before. Now, trans girls, yeah, it hasn't been done before, but do they fuck with us? No. <laughs> they hate us. A lot of them hate us. And a lot of, we put a lot of bad taste in our mouth from girls that were trying to be a gimmick. We've been a lot of, we've tried this so many times. There's been so many transgender people that have tried to make it in the music industry and they weren't serious about it. And, you know, it takes, like, girls that are, like, diligent, play their cards right, don't sell out, take girls like that to, like, really, like, push it, push that narrative and push that narrative. Like, there's not just me. There's not, there's a lot of other girls. And it needs to be unity, or you're gonna be—it's gonna be one lonely ass ride for that girl. I'm sorry, and she's never gonna be happy. She's never gonna get the things she deserves because you're not gonna have that support. Like there's certain people in the industry that know that they got that pull. They know that they have that platform to help other girls out, but do they? No, no, because mm-hmm. she too—they too worried about what you know. Yeah. What's, what's good for them? They they looking at they don't have uh, the bigger picture. They don't see the vision. They just see one thing. So you know it'll all mm. come to fruition one day. That is that is so deep, and um that's why I'm so for call out culture. Um because sometimes people need to be held accountable. If we feel that someone has the power to do something and they're not doing it, and we call them our leaders, we gotta call them out. Okay. Yeah, and every I try to say something. I'm a black. I'm a hater. I'm bitter. They paint me as bitter. They the same thing they about me. me. I said they said you're too loud. You're too. You're, you're never gonna be invited to HIC. You're never gonna be invited to the Grammys because you spoke too much. <laughs> like it's fun. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't think... Breathe. So in so, terms of that. Yeah. Push, in terms of that push, we're going to push this track so that we can make sure that we can push this young girl narrative coming up so that all the girls can feel their relative pussy. So here we go. We got Ice by Jay Naima. Yeah. 
They're all white and they all stick together and they all uplift each other and they have the white mm. backing them. Funny the black gay people are artists. Funny mm. you Later, not change gender, girl. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't do yes, my sis. Don't do my sis. She she fish at girl. She she fish. Slater's trans. Slater's a white trans girl. I promise you, she not. Oof. I'm I'm fucked up. You're saying Slater is not a trans girl? No, she's not. (laughs) She's full fish. So she's using the trans card to get clout? When did she claim she was transgender? Because she clarified and said that she's just, she's cisgender. Wow. Really, I'm confused. Because she was marketed mm. to me as a trans a trans artist. That's what I thought, too. <laughs> Everybody, I thought her and Kentucky were all like, I got to do my research because now I'm all fucked up. Yeah. Right? Like, only, she's the only one out there right now that's the, I think she she's the biggest one right now. Wow. No, I'm definitely sure she's trans girl because her producer is another trans girl, a trans Latina named Aisha. They both were friends and they created music together. She is trans. Maybe she's uh, trolling the internet saying that she's cis because a lot of the girls do that for fun. They just troll and say, I'm a cis woman. You know, it's, it's like that's the age we're in now. Maybe so. Maybe she is trolling, but all I know is they don't fucking help. They don't help these girls get to the where bottom they line. Is she's either. white. She's a white trans woman, and all those you just named three white trans women that have major backing, and we can't even name five black trans women or black trans men that are artists because we don't know about each other. We there's people that gatekeep so that we do not know about each other. I say. I was gonna say Sydney thought. Moment I say anything, I'm bitter, I'm jealous. But honey, let's let's be there. I'll be all that as long as the truth comes out. Call me anything you want to call me, but don't call me late. We gonna have to have y'all on again because there's just not enough time in the day, let alone for an hour podcast to unpack all the shit that we can unpack just by talking and not even asking questions. I feel like if we can have another show in a couple of weeks where we, y'all just talk about the stuff that y'all want to talk about. I just wanted to give to get some in- introductory shit out of the way so that people, you know what I'm saying, could understand some shit. The basic shit that we brought up that, you know what I'm saying, we consider basic that the cis world seems to consider complicated. Um, but even just the idea that perpetrating a trans fraud just to get on a wave that's like not even really a wave <laughs> you know what I'm saying like it's right. it's interesting and I think that's something that we should definitely come back to so thank you guys so much for coming I want to give a shout out and a thanks to Literal, thank you to Ashley Breathe, thank you to Jay Naima and please check out the link in the on my own website jackpot.com Follow us on um, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and we will be on YouTube very shortly. And please follow us and subscribe there as well. Um, go to everybody's Twitter and IG. I'm sure you can find them as soon as you look up their names. Don't be lazy. Google. Do your own work. Do the due diligence. And I think that's part of the support that the community needs to do. They need to not have to be told to share the music. They need to not have to be told to do the video. You know that we exist. So now, yeast us up. And thank you again for coming and sitting with us under the Anukai tree. Special shout out to Mr. Sykes, the producer of this lovely show. I've been Jip Jack. And much love, peace, enlightenment, and consciousness. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.